everyone, welcome back to Leadership Locker. This is Rich Cardona. We are nearing the end of the Leadership Locker, but I still got a couple of tricks in my bag, and I wanna to talk to you about why your to-do list might be something that you actually need to do away with. If you're new here, this show is for new entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and on Mondays and Fridays is when you're gonna get me documenting the journey, and on Wednesdays, you are actually gonna have an industry expert, an influencer, someone who is gonna impart some amazing freaking knowledge on you because I'm the one getting it out of them. So let's get into the show. So over the course of my time in the Marine Corps, here's one thing I could tell you, and I'd really like you to try and put yourself in this situation because it's probably more similar than you think. You go to a new job or you're at a job and maybe the turnover is pretty significant. Sometimes it's for bad reasons, sometimes it's for good reasons. And the Marine Corps is very, very traditional for a commanding officer to have 18 months as you know the commanding officer and then to move on and to rotate. It's very, very normal. Everyone should be progressing and going on to bigger and better things, so to speak. So whether it's a boss or a commanding officer or executive officer, it doesn't matter. When leadership is involved and they have to turn over, they usually have you know, that meeting, all hands meeting, a ready room meeting, whatever kind of meeting where they're going to make sure everyone knows who they are, what they're about and what they plan to do. Now, a lot of this, a lot of these meetings and a lot of these introductions to, you know, the people they'd be serving essentially would involve the plans, the mission and the vision. We're going to reduce this. We're going to do this. We're going to step this up, um, you know, whatever. And obviously there's a part of it that um, we all, uh, as the Marines under them, would be like, dude, just look around for 30 days and then give us your honest assessment, which is very much what a lot of them did. But anyone who came in guns blazing, it was just like, dude, chill out. You know, you get get a really good feel, the best feel you possibly can for us. And then you could tell us all the things that we're going to just fix. So you know how it is. Like anytime you get a new boss, anytime you get a new manager, anything like that, you know, these things happen often and they're very, very ambitious goals. They're for the right reasons. Uh, the thought process is probably right, but there is a little bit of understanding that needs to take place before you start implementing. Now, where this can go wrong is not necessarily the ambition, but just determining all the things that you want to prioritize and fix. There's going to be plenty of that. And whatever it is that you say you're going to do over those 18 months, two years, whatever, however long, those things can change. You and I both know that your business goals, your educational goals, your professional goals can change depending on the situation, the environment. I mean, everyone's obviously still going through the pandemic. Now it could be like, I'm never going back into an office again, where that never would have crossed your mind as something that you wanted to prioritize. Maybe now that you're working at home, you've decided to you know, really lean into the fact that eating out isn't as much of a priority. And now all of a sudden you're looking at paying off debt a lot sooner and now you got a good rhythm and now that's a priority when before it wasn't. So prioritizing goals, look, I mean, of course having goals are significant, but prioritizing them and saying, this is what we're gonna do can be a pitfall to many. So I had been retired for a couple of years and I wanted to go back and see my former OPSO, who is now the commanding officer of our squadron. Uh, at the time, he was Lieutenant Colonel Nathan Marvel. I knew him as Major Marvel, one of the smartest, most altruistic pilots I've ever known, uh, just an absolute amazing leader. Now, I went to go see him because number one, like I love the guy. And two, I was just like, you know, I was a civilian now. I was a retired Marine. I was like, I'm, I'm going to just go in a chill conversation. Now, of course, I had such a good relationship with him while I was in. I could have great casual conversations with him as well. But this time it was just a little bit different. 
So we go and I, and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and the dudes and meeting after meeting. And of course I'm just like, you know, for him, like, dude, I don't care how many meetings you have. I'll, I'll sit here all day. It doesn't matter. Finally came out about an hour later. Um, and he's like, Hey Rich, blah, blah, blah. Like, give me a second. I'll be right in. So we go in and now it's his big office and I'm sitting in, you know, on the couch and I'm just looking around at how he's kind of decorated it, what he's chosen to put up, um, seeing what his desk looks like. I love looking at the desks of leaders just to see, it just kind of, it's like Forrest Gump, right? Like the, the shoes will tell you a lot about a person. Someone's desk will tell you a lot about them. So we're, we're having great conversation. We're talking about personal things, this and that, just catching up. And I, I just ask out of curiosity. So like, what's, what's on your agenda? What's your to-do list? And he goes, I actually have a not to-do list. And he took it out and he read me 10 things that he said he was not going to allow to happen. Now, that also sounds really ambitious, but I wasn't ready for that. And I absolutely love like the play there. Like that's, he's, he's just different. And it didn't surprise me after, now that I think about it, but he read me this not to-do list and it all revolved around safety and the well-being of Marines. He wasn't mentioning flight hours. He wasn't mentioning like accolades. He wasn't mentioning this many pilot designations, you know, given or handled. Um, he was talking about avoiding legal problems. He was talking about avoiding mishaps in the air. He was talking about avoiding maintenance failures. He was just talking about all the things that are absolutely known to destroy a squadron. So essentially, just look at it like this. If you were in a regular civilian capacity, we are not going to have more than five meetings a day. Like that's a great standard, right? That's an amazing standard. We are not going to have a time off policy. We're going to have an unlimited PTO policy. You know, okay, some people disagree or agree with that, doesn't matter. But what you plan on not having or not to do is actually maybe going to elevate. Like that completely sets a different benchmark, a different foundation, a different everything. Now, how does this apply to you as a person in many, many ways? And thanks for sticking with me so far. If you are changing your life, if you are at that place, you know, where you're mid-30s, mid-40s, somewhere in that range, and maybe you've just realized that you've been getting walked on and punked like a lot in your professional career, doing extra work, getting your work stolen, having people take credit for you, getting called in more than anyone else, you know, all these different aspects this is where it becomes, you know, your not to do list. Like, okay, this year or this role, this is what I'm not going to do. Or if I'm managing people, this is what I'm not going to do. I'm going to plan to never send an email on the weekends. And if I have something to say, I'm going to schedule send that shit for Monday. Having a not to do list is going to allow you to think about the people under you, which is exactly what Lieutenant Colonel Marvel was doing. So another aspect, okay, let's talk about not in a professional capacity. Maybe the not to do list is I'm not going to say I'm going to eat perfect. I'm not going to nail my calories every week. What I am going to say, and I'm going to try to do that, of course, but what I am going to say is I am not going to eat out on Saturday. Like that's crazy. That's, an, you know, you know, if you've ever been in that situation where you are trying to make gains and you're going to the gym and you're really trying to be nutritious and you're, you really ate well, it could all go down the toilet on the weekend. And if you went bad on Saturday, then you're more likely to eat like shit on Sunday as well. So maybe you say to yourself, like, I am not going to eat out on Saturday. I'm going to make sure whatever it is that I eat is something I cooked. Not only is that maybe going to save you money, but maybe that's going to help you not have a shitty Sunday. So your not to-do list is actually incredibly productive while your to-do list can actually grow, 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 and grow. 
And I was just on a call with my team on Friday talking about our project management system, how, you know, things that I would just put off. And there's just like a laundry list of things that I was going to get to. And I just haven't been in the PMS for a while. And it's allowed me to just focus on this thing right here. Okay. It's called the power list. It just has a space for the five things that you're going to do on any given day and what you can do to win the day. Um, so I'm telling you this because if all I do is focus on those five things, then it helps me. So what I am not going to do, so my part of my not to-do list is to just create an endless to-do list. Okay. Like I never just want to feel like something's in the shoot at any given moment. Like I either won the day or I didn't. And all I'm doing is focusing on one day at a time. And you know why I'm doing that? Because the greatest entrepreneurs that I've interviewed and some of the best personalities that I've interviewed all kind of live by that credence. So whether it's personal or professional, your not to-do list is a very, very big deal. Let's get into one other aspect since we're always talking about kind of health, wealth, and relationships. If we're talking about relationships and you just had a fucking awful breakup, or maybe you just went through a divorce, or maybe um, you know, you've know you had issues with discipline with your children or something along those lines, your not to-do list should obviously be focused on all the things that have brought you probably the most pain. For example, like maybe you just never really felt like you had your partner's attention fully. Maybe you felt like you know, everything that they wanted was prioritized over what you wanted. And maybe that's just kind of how you are. You are that altruistic. You are that giving. You want to make them happy. But at the same time, it came at the expense of your happiness. So you're not to-do list if you decide to get in another relationship or get remarried or something along those lines is, I'm going to voice my opinion, period, point, fucking blank. My not to-do list is not to shut up, not to just do what I need to for them. It's going to be what I do I need to do for me. So part of my not to do list is just going to keep everything, you know, with a lid on top of it until something, you know, it just gets to a boiling point, which I've mentioned in many of the previous episodes. So think about a not to do list. I really, really want to challenge you to think about a not to do list. And I want you to identify right now some of the things that have had the most adverse effects on you. So when as we approach the new year or a new season or your birthday or whatever it is, you know how we all have those kind of milestone days where we're like on this day, I'm going to start whatever, you know, of course, you should start now. But if you if you're one of those people that waits to do something on a certain day, that's fine. But let that day include a not to do list. Okay, not everything that you see going to happen, not everything that you want to happen. Of course, like those things should be identified in a certain capacity, but they shouldn't be the drivers. The drivers can be the not to do list, because if you know if those things are happening, then you're actually probably going to move a lot slower and you're probably not going to be progressing. Anyone can be ambitious. Anyone can write down what they want. But the things that you can do away with are probably more important. And that's why not to do list is something you should consider just like Lieutenant Colonel Marvel did. And actually, I'm going to probably have to reach out to him after this one because I want to see how that went for him. And uh, I think it's a fantastic idea. And if this is your first time here, thank you so much for subscribing. Let's go and see you next time. 